and welcome to another summer edition of the Gold Nerds Podcast. I'm Lons, and I'm joined by my co-host, Ash. Hi, Ash. Hi. Hi, and my other co-host, who's currently overseas, Shy. Hello, Shy. Shalom, Shmoopaloos, to give you a hint of where I am right now. <laughs> Shalom. Subtle. Uh, I don't know that you literally could be anywhere. I think the Roman in LA. <laughs> I think you should Pittsburgh. <laughs> yeah. oh, Pittsburgh's a good, good one, yeah. Um, yeah. And we have a special summer edition guest for you all. And I'm like, I'm like jumping up and down here. I'm really excited. We have Sean, aka Adam, from the Goldbergs on our podcast today. Hello, Sean. Welcome. Why, hello. It's nice talking to you guys. Oh, thank you. This is a dream come true, Sean. So thank you so much for taking time out of your busy summer schedule to (laughs) chat with us. Yeah, yeah, well, you guys are just incredible with, like, everything you do for the show. Like, you just, you publicize it and just, like, just say some great stuff and, like, I feel like you really understand what's going on and you really add to the whole experience. So I just love getting the chance to talk to you. Oh, oh my God, you're so sweet. <laughs> yeah, nice you're just. This is why we all are crying. Yeah, yeah I didn't bring tissues though. Oh wait, no. I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, well, I mean, Sean, let's be real. We do this because obviously the show is amazing, but also every one of you guys is super cool. We just want to promote you guys. Everyone should know how awesome the Goldbergs is, how awesome the cast is, how awesome the crew is. You guys are crushing it. And uh, I, I think everyone should know. Well, thank you. That's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, summer plans. I actually um, I had seen on Instagram that you went to the Hootie and the Blowfish concert last night. Uh, I was there as well. Oh, dang. Hootie Who. Hootie Who. I'm a Hootie Who fan. And, uh, you know, I was, I, I was saying that annoyingly. Hootie Who. And I kept Hoot. thinking, where did I, who, where did I come, where did that come from? And, um, I think they say it on Wet Hot American Summer. Any of you guys seen that movie oh, yeah. uh, series they did? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the one on Netflix? Yeah, yeah, with the uh, like Amy Poehler and and like Bradley oh. Cooper randomly. <laughs> they yeah, that. I, it's. Have you seen it, Sean? I saw I saw the movie. I think I haven't seen the series. Um, okay, I mean the movie is like original and like fantastic. But yeah, well, Ken Marino's in that. Oh yeah, yeah, no. yeah that that's that's a funny movie. Yeah, that, that hoodie who is from that. Yeah, they, they like that's how they greet each other. The camp counselors are like, "Hootie who, hootie hootie who, hootie who do you do?" <laughs> so I kept saying that last night at the concert. Oh man, you guys, it was great. What'd you think, Sean? Oh well, I, I thought it was real. It was a lot of fun. I, one thing I didn't realize that Darius Rucker wasn't Hootie. I. I I heard like the bare naked ladies were saying that um that uh, I think Sony the drummer is Hootie or something, and that's news to me. I was kind of cool. Yeah, I I also didn't know that. Um, 
I don't know if that was like her real. I think that was actually the what they were saying, but I don't know. I believe it. Yeah, but they did do that that prank at the um when they were announcing who were they? Oh, Sarah uh, McLaughlin. Yes, yeah, Sarah McLaughlin. <laughs> And that people forgot where they were. They're Canadian. (laughs) Guys, I'm telling you, like I'm not like a I'm not not a fan of bare naked ladies. Like I just don't listen to them much. But like I'm a full blown hardcore fan now. That was I I go to so many concerts. I go to like at least a dozen concerts a year, if not more. You've even been to see Cats the musical. I have, and (laughs) without a doubt. Bare Naked Ladies was the best opening act I've ever seen. Like, they got the crowd amped up so much. They, they like, ended their set with, like, this, like, medley of, like, started off with, like, Lady Gaga's Shallow from Stars Boy and ended with Another One Bites the Dust with Queen. Like, that was their medley. And yeah, and they're so random. The drummer guy sang that Led Zeppelin song. Yeah. Whoa, Tyler Stewart. Tyler. So I, I grew up in Canada, and so when you've grown up in Canada, like you know how you guys have American history, we actually just have to learn all about the bare naked ladies. And of course, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ash grew up in Canada too. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so Tyler Stewart sang a song. That's the drummer's name. I'll be here yeah, for your bare naked ladies facts. Yeah, this is good. This is very helpful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, and then they were like making jokes. Like, the, the, again, they had like a bit about Sarah McLaughlin, and like they're like, "All oh, right," and and now we have like Sarah McLaughlin as like a guest, and like they're like, "Oh, just J.K. J.K." And then like, yeah, like, everyone was standing up cool. for her and clapping. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like, oh man, they were. I mean, comedy. Who's the lead singer of Bare Naked Ladies? Because he's hilarious. Oh, this is a this this is a very controversial comment yeah. you just made. This is you've struck Ooh. a chord in Canadian pop culture there. But but oh, just really? to answer your question in the meantime, the current like lead guy is Ed Robertson. Ed. Yeah. But factually speaking, the Bare Naked Ladies really have two lead guys. Just one is no longer in the band. Oh, and, and has oh. been a long time, I think. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Um, yeah. yeah. So, like, Fair Naked Ladies really got the crowd amped up. And, like, that's what an opening act's supposed to do is, like, get you hyped and, and like, ready for the, the headliner. And I was like, wow. Like, I'm so energized right now. Yeah, and they seemed really connected to um, Hootie and the Blowfish because they were like, they, they were like, let's warm up. You got to have your voices warmed up for Hootie and the Blowfish to really sing out this next one and and then they had like really uh they were just like had a really nice like uh energy not energy but like personality that they just seemed really friendly so everyone was just really Yeah, like a stage up. presence was really good. Yeah. Well, this I, fun fact for you guys. I went and saw the Bare Naked Ladies cuz I grew up in Canada, as Shai uh-huh. said. And they like Bare Naked Ladies is always a headliner in Canada at least around my area like Niagara Falls. Hootie actually opened for them about 20 years ago. So that's no way. What? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jeez. But but in, but in fairness, in Canada, Lady Gaga would actually open for the Bernanke ladies. So that's how that's how big they are. The only people that like six, like would be over the Bernanke ladies would be like Brian Adams. That's yeah. Like, I don't know Taylor Swift. 
would probably uh, be a headline. Not Canadian. It's not Canadian. It's not Canadian. No, no. Not even, Canadian. Even, even your Lord and Savior Taylor would have to open for Rush. <laughs> Rush is Canadian? Shy, shy, you take that uh, ab- now. Absolutely. Well, no, I was dropping a little Meta Goldberg's reference in there, yeah. right? Cause the yeah, Rush I wonder is- Johnny Atkins, if he knows, like, <laughs> he'll be going to Canada ever for, like, a... <laughs> I, I didn't know Russia's Canadian. That's cool. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, to, quote, to, to, to quote to quote Johnny Atkins from the show, in Canada it's extra it's really cold, so they have cold, to rock so extra, extra hard. Extra hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, man. That, that character and that actor is so funny. Sean show. Marquette is so funny as Johnny Atkins. <laughs> he plays Dang. him so well. Oh yeah, God. and he finally got to meet him this year, and he just lost his yes. mind. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. And the can I, can I, oh yeah, Johnny Atkins on the podcast, and he's pretty great. He's amazing. Yeah, yeah we real, had him on the podcast. Real John Atkins is like I would I count him as a friend now. He and Ash like followed the entire basketball playoffs <laughs> together. <laughs> Oh, because the oh, congratulate! Well, are if you're Raptors fans, congratulations! Yes, mm. thank you. Yeah, uh-huh, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is that a Golden State fan? Uh, I'm a Steph what? Curry fan. Yeah, I'm, which I get. Uh, I, I really like. Him. I went to school with him, so I, I'm actually I know him. Um, so I gotta re- respect him. But uh, so, oh my gosh. Wait, yeah. since we're talking about Johnny Atkins, I, I want to ask a Goldberg's question. Um, yeah. Can I? Can I? Is it all right, Lance? I don't want to. I don't want to jump. I don't want. I don't want to jump the line. I don't want to jump the line. So wait, because we're talking about Sean Marquette, you're both the Shans. Because right, because yeah. like we could we could be on Twitter being like, we've got Sean from the Goldbergs, and and while it would be awesome to have Sean Marquette we we actually have like Sean as in like the lead character uh, um, and and i feel like uh earlier in Johnny Atkins's appearances he's playing off more Erica Erica in particular but then this year you had like you dueled together in one of the greatest Johnny Atkins mm-hmm. episodes <laughs> ever in Highlander right and yeah. I would love to know what it was like working with Sean, not to mention Clancy Brown, who was in Highlander, but on that episode where the two Shans really have to get into it together. Well, that was like that. We both were super pumped when we read the table read. Like he he waited till I got out. I was like, "Well, this is gonna be awesome!" Like he just was like really excited, and um, and I was pumped too because sword fights are always fun, and I know Sean. Um, like when he was younger, like he used to do stuff like that with his brothers, and um, so then, like for the rehearsal, uh, like we did rehearsals with like some uh, with a couple like the incredible people. Like they, um, I'm blanking on the movies they'd done, but they're just huge sword fighter movies. So we just felt like really like huge sword fighters. Um, but uh, I'm trying to think. Um. For some reason, my head just went straight to him, uh, Johnny Atkins and Carla splitting up in that episode of Dave. <laughs> <laughs> and I just been clocking my head, and I'm sorry. Don't don't worry, Carla we have a is we, right topic. <laughs> you, oh, because um, then Sean was calling Kenny like Mr. Steel Yo Girl, and 
<laughs> it was just too funny. Like that, there was like a whole separate feud there. Um, Johnny Atkins was getting attacked on all fronts. So, um, oh my god! But it was cool because um, at the end of the episode, um, there was a scene, um, and it was cool to see like how in depth Sean Marquette is with his with Johnny Atkins, the character, because. Um, when he was, there was like a scene at the end where we kind of like rekindle our, or well, we kind of like make it a less bully victim French, and it's more of a friendship towards the end. So um, he asks the director, he's like, well, I can do it. I think Lou Schneider was directing, and he goes, well, I could do it. Um, I could do it very Johnny Atkins, or I could show more, like, more like of a sensitive Johnny Atkins. And, and he just did like two different reads, and they were like, they were vastly different, but both seemed true. Like it was cool, like how he thinks of thinks of the character. But um, oh wow! So you'll have to like for uh, I'd have like I'd recommend trying to get a conversation with him about that episode because he just he was so gosh darn funny and um. But yeah, the actual sword fight, um, I had this sweet moment where I get to slide on my knees and take Oh, out. yeah. Um, wait, who did I kill? I, like, I, like, murdered him. I, it was the most dramatic thing, because I, like, they had me come up. They cut it early on the show, but I, like, slit, um, slit someone's throat, and I, I wasn't <laughs> expecting doing that on the Goldbergs, even if it's just a <laughs> wooden sword or whatever, but it just, it felt sweet. I felt like William Wallace. I just slide in there. <laughs> Um, that was actually such a cool sequence and like the way the rain was like pouring down and like it was like a slow motion of you sliding like that looked sick AF. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it was like 40,000 gallons of water or something. Which mm. like and wow. everyone was everyone just felt like we were in the middle of like a, a huge battle and we were like talking in like the hangout room and then we come out and we face each other. It was intense. So that's sick. Oh man. What were they like plastic swords, I would imagine? Or like they had they at first they had um wooden swords, but then I forget oh. who broke someone oh I think it was I think it might have been Alex Jennings who plays Carla. Um she was fighting Nate Hartley who plays um Dan um who plays Dan and uh -huh. she hit his sword and it split in half. And so he just had this splinter of a sword left. And um, she's like, so what do we do now? And like, um, <laughs> um, so then they replaced the wooden swords with uh, foam swords, like a kind of like a harder foam sword. Oh, interesting. Wow. Oh, yeah. That's pretty cool. I used to have a wooden sword too. Oh yeah. No, and if there's, and if there's anyone whose strength could break a sword, we believe in Alex Jennings. Oh, it, it, exactly. right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> sure. I mean, she's got that Carla thing going on. Like, she... Oh. Yeah, definitely. huge Carla fans here. Like, we... I don't want to say, like, worship, but, like, we don't uh, not worship Carla. Right. <laughs> oh, oh, man. So, like, how great was it her on school? Did you see her on, oh. like... Yeah, oh, oh, oh my god. Her on Smog, like I was telling them, like gave me life. Like I feel like I she gave me extra years in my life. Like that's awesome. Put years on my life being in uh, 
Lons, I think this is an opportune. Lons, I think this is an opportune time to pitch Jenkintown, PA. Okay, so <laughs> Jenkintown, PA. We've got yeah, your next so, show for you, Sean. Yeah, we've we, we, up. We've been pitching this hardcore uh, for like, a Adam. good year now. Even to even, Adam, we pitched even, it to everyone. Well, uh, uh, I, pitched it, I, I pitched it to my barista this morning. Um, and he, was, <laughs> he was indifferent to it, to be honest. But like, oh uh, well, don't go back there. Yeah, he's just not a lot of. He's not a creative so, mind. Uh, probably he probably doesn't like creativity or something. Exactly. He doesn't like joy, is what I think. <laughs> um, yeah. Come on, Mr. Barista. All right, I'm going to pitch it to you, though. Let, let me see what you think, all right? Um, okay. So, Jenkintown, PA is set in a world where there are no laws because <laughs> Carla is the mayor. It's Jenkintown 2000s. Carla has been, like... A, like by default, elected mayor of Jenkintown, along with um, Dave John Kim. After, <laughs> yeah, John Calabasas somehow like rigged the election. She won by default. Is John Calabasas the treasurer or something? <laughs> oh, no. Like campaign, not manager, but like campaign publicity guy. And she <laughs> hires Dave Kim to be like her like actual like de facto mayor and like he's like the straight man to her crazy kookiness. And then Johnny A is like plotting to like so, like sideline plotting to win Carla back and like do like be like a one of those heroes where he causes drama just so he could fix it. You know, like a fireman causing a fire so Finn he could like put it out. That's Johnny oh. Atkins doing all this like trash to the town and then like cleaning up and trying to be the hero. And it's just like, it's really very much like the Bob Newhart show. Um, like the crazy town. And like Carla's running and like she's just like gone full Carla on, on Jameson Town. It's like po- post apocalyptic 2000. Yeah. yeah, you know something's up. <laughs> Carla yeah. and the mayor. Yeah. There, there's no pretzels left in the Wawa. Oh, there's no pretzels and milk anymore. It's just <laughs> like the. There are, there are no pins left in the banks because Johnny Atkins has stolen all of the pins from a bank because he has robbed a bank for her. Oh my um, gosh! Yeah, so it's it's just this crazy like, like it's all about the town of Jenkintown and how they are gonna survive with Carla as their mirror, <laughs> as their mirror, and I'm just I'm pitching it to everybody. So well, honestly, I like I'm how how's it been like? I, I really like the idea a lot, and I'm I'm wondering how <laughs> what's the previous reception been for this for this pitch? Uh, <laughs> You're the warmest. Johnny Atkins is on board. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Johnny Atkins approved. Real, real life John Atkins. Real life John real Atkins life John is on board. Atkins approved. I mean, Carla, Alex Jennings as a star, I feel like 40 should happen. So, like, she has to totally. be on board. Like, I mean, she needs to Oh, her my show. gosh. Yeah. Um, oh, I, because there's a lot of fun you can do with it, too. Just, like, being her, like, um... But I was also yeah, I mean, thinking the real Johnny Atkins, like you, you probably have to like audition it or whatever. But the real Johnny Atkins should do the the theme song. Oh, oh. For, for the show. Yes. 
my god. Because that'd be cool. This is why we have you on. Adam, you, you've just been brought brought on as a producer. <laughs> yeah. There we go. <laughs> we're gonna get so meta, and like we're gonna be so meta with this too. Like it's in the 2000s, so like you, Sean, playing Adam, playing producer, but like, Ugh. oh my god, I'm 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 twisting right now. I'm so excited. Yeah, it gets pretty intertwined like that, but but we we yeah, figure it, it out. Like that would work. I mean. Oh my God! Yes. Hey, 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 Sean. Hey, Sean. Uh, it's yeah. I, I know. I say it's shy again, as if like there's another guy on the phone call. <laughs> but, yeah. Hey there. Um, uh, I, you know, if I if I if I could just, I want I want I want to give a personal thank you to you. Do you know the TV show The Wonder Years? Yes, I do. Yes. So really so great show. The Goldbergs for me is like my wonder years. Like as, as I've said, and I, you know, I say repeatedly on the show, like I, even though I was raised mostly in Canada, I'm actually, I was actually born in the suburbs of Philadelphia um, to a family that it's not the same as the Goldbergs, but the character of Adam, especially in real life, but, but as portrayed by you on the show, when friends of mine watch the show, they're like, how'd they get into your childhood, Shai? Uh, um, really? And so, like, you, to me, are like, you're like the Fred Savage, for me, of the show that is, like, my wonder years. So, I, I'm i just grateful that you have captured something that is not, I mean, it's not just me. There's so many people who, I think, feel like that you are capturing, like, their spirit and their their youth years in the show so hey i'm telling you that and and you don't need to respond but also i'm sure i'm not the only person who says that to you um how how does it feel when old dudes like me come up to you and be like yo man you've totally (laughs) captured my like when i when i when i when i I tell the young people i work with i'm like if you want to understand me you go watch the goldbergs the main kid in that show that's me well honestly i really appreciate you say like saying that and hearing that because like, but uh, but uh, another part of me like I want to say like I, I'm like I'm really happy I got a chance to, like get a taste of that time period and what it was like because I'm jealous in some ways like th- that was like such a cool time period to live in like I I know um, same I'm really jealous yeah. it's like my favorite decade as well and I was not alive you know it just like it it had a lot of really cool stuff going on and. Um, I know. That's why I love the '80s, like all '80s content ever. Um, but but a lot of it just seems so freaking fun. Like it's a just one big of, party. A lot of <laughs> it does. A lot, a lot of people do '80s shows and TV shows, but there is something the way you capture the authenticity of being a kid at that time. Is there like a thing you did? Did you just like hang out with Adam a lot? Did you watch all of the shows that we watched as kids? What what enables you to get that vibe? Well, um, I think there's something to like, like Adam said that I like Adam and Lou. They like they say that I kind of have like an old timey kind of way of doing things and like how I talk and some of the things that I like, certain ways that I act. And I'm not sure. I think that kind of played a part in like how like how I was how, like how to portray the part it's just kind of like trying just being myself and and I happen to have this like old-timey flair to me I guess but um I, I, well, I liked um well I read like I watched a lot of like Malcolm in the middle 
Um, and oh. I watched. Um, I'm trying to oh, think of what yeah. other shows. Uh, well, by the t- like when Goldberg's like right around the time I got Goldberg's, I started watching Malcolm in the Middle and that '70s show. Yeah. So, so maybe if the, I I might have like those were two that I really like really enjoyed and um. And so then the time, like, I got the script for this, I just was having so much fun with it. I was, like, laughing. Like, I was laughing and, like, you're not supposed to, but I was showing stuff to my brother, and he thought it was funny. And um, and we, I usually don't, like, with most of the scripts, I wasn't really laughing and doing all that stuff. But I kind of got, like, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm not sure. With And then I watched a bunch of 80s stuff before the show came on. Um, part like partly just randomly, like I was watching like the John Hughes movies and stuff like that. Um, because my mom thought we had already seen them, so she's like, "Let's just watch them." And then I got the Goldbergs after. Um, and then Star Wars was always a huge thing in my like as a kid. Um, those are like my first action figures ever. Were just like they were super battle droids, so they were from the prequels. But um, I definitely went back and I loved the the originals. So. I was definitely touched by the 80s before the show, so maybe that kind of, like, oh, helped. Cool. But it's mostly, I'd say mostly <laughs> just the writing. I think the writing is just so, like, inspired by, like, people that just love that time and, like, really felt a lot of things and were influenced by, like, the special ways at that time was were, or something. Yeah. Sorry, that was oh. a long answer. But well, no, no, no. We, the, we no, are no. here to listen to it. Wait, can I follow up on old timey and just say, like, Speaking of old timey, you work with many comedy legends on this show, but you have a ton of time where it's you jamming out with legend George Siegel. Mm, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Just tell us about that. I don't really have a yeah. question as much as. It's just, it's a comment, and it's really just like you guys have the purest chemistry. Um, you like, your relate, Adam's relationship with Pop is the most heartwarming thing to see and i mean that's like a universal thing everyone can like they can feel it how much like you guys have like this love for each other and um i don't know like you, like how do you like build off the chemistry with george siegelers like how, how do you do that with such a legend well i think the the thing is is um I think that's mostly, like, I can say, like, even though it's the two of us, I'd say it's mostly George, just because, like, not every, um, not every actor of, like, that caliber, he's been in everything, like, he could just do anything, um, would necessarily, like, he didn't have to, like, enable, like, a relationship or, like, have, like, a, chem- like, like, but he's just such a charismatic guy that he kind of just, like, he, like, allows himself to open up to you, and then you just, you can't help but, like, just feel super attached to him. Um, so he kind of, he was like really cool and, um, and was able to like enable us to have like this really cool, like, like, uh, chemistry while we're acting and everything. Cause I, I don't really know what I'm doing. I, I guess I was just reacting to like how they were like acting to me or whatever. Um, that's not like, I, cause I really hadn't done any things before, but, um, so him kind of, he just knows, he knows how actors work. He knows, how, like, and he's just like the sweetest, like most professional person ever. Um, so it's, it's really him. I think, um, 
yeah, I don't, I don't know, like how, like he's just this really wonderful person. Um, like it's when it's his birthday, they like they do the whole birthday cake thing, and it's not totally his forte to have like a big hullabaloo like that, but. Um, <laughs> It just, but he just he accepts it grace graciously and like, um, he knows the people that made it happen and like looks him in the eye and like thanks him with just his eyes and does all that stuff. He's just just really sweet. I, um, oh my god. First of so, all, you're you're not giving yourself enough credit, Sean. Yeah, uh, yeah. We, we, we gotta get that. We gotta get that out of the way right now. You. You cannot sell yourself short. You are you are like leading this show, Sean. Like this show is about, you know, the your the your boss's life. And I have to say, we are so fortunate as not only fans but viewers of the show. Like just viewers of the show to have you as the lead, to have you as like the titular character. So like I mean, you said that this is, like, one of your first shows and, like, it's, you know, it, it all came together so perfectly. But, like, like wow, like, you have, like, stepped up so much and, like, um, like only someone with, like, pure talent that you have could, to, could step up the way that you have being this, like, your first project and everything. So, well, thank you. don't that, like... sell yourself short, okay? Like, no, yeah. well, I, it's a two-way with no more, Hey, so. I, I, well, I really appre- that is, be- like, beyond sweet, and I, I do really appreciate that. It's, it's just, like, it is, in, it's just insane, like, how, like, who was casted on this show that I, like, that, um, like, I, like, um, I, I was re-watching some, some, like, the first season episodes, um, and like the stuff, like there was some scenes between Haley and Troy. Holy moly! Like it just like, like uh, I was just rewatched the Bar- Barryopoly episode. I think um, I forget what it's actually oh, yeah. called, but it's when they do the arm wrestling. I think it's yeah. my favorite tag of the whole series. Is that one um, when Beverly lets Barry win, and Barry just like Barry just like starts um. Like just, just like celebrating big time, and then uh, and, and just how like on the page is funny, but like he's just celebrating, but just seeing how Troy does it, and then uh, Erica goes like, "You let him win, didn't you? Didn't you?" And then Beverly goes, "Uh, why well, he needs, he really needs it or something." <laughs> and just choice, like that's just so perfect, and um, yeah, like they're just just. Yeah. yeah, so before we get to, to that, I just, I want to, you said this was your, I just kind of want to backtrack for, for the listeners and everyone, and mainly me, I'm just curious, but you said this is like your first show, um, and what, what made you want to like get into this industry? I, I know you're from Illinois, um, I'm not stalking you, it's like public information, but. Um, <laughs> no, I didn't put that out anywhere, yours. <laughs> Oh yeah, I'm about uh, Illinois. Don't come for yeah. me. Don't come for me. Don't come for me. Um, no, so you're you're from you're from uh, I think Illinois. I don't know, but yeah. Uh, so what made you kind of get into this um, and come out to LA and and kind of tell us about about that a little bit? Well, uh, how that whole thing started was, um, or how it all I guess all started. I was in a variety show at my elementary school. Um, and I, I was just, I was like the MC for a short, like for a quarter of the, the show or something. Um, but it's all it took. I, I was like the roaster person. And so I would, um, 
like I was supposed to pick people out in the audience and kind of like give a couple jabs or something. And um, they might have even been scripted. No, I think they might have been scripted because I doubt. um, But I got I got to Sam and uh, like my old principal. Well, not my old principal, just the ex principal was there. Um, And so I did two zingers to her and then um, I got them laughing. And then then the next time I come out of the like come out behind the curtains, I get the show started again. Um, and I have like, there's just a bathrobe, a towel on my head. And I was like listening to the Bee Gees and I just was supposed to dance or something. Um, and I milked it for way too long, but I got a good, I got a good enough response that I just was like, I, I, I like the attention or something. And, um, and I didn't have too many hobbies. So then after that, my parents were like, well, you like performing, maybe you should give it a go. Um, so I was like nine at the time. Um, so then they, they both, they're both are in advertising, but they're not like, they do, they, they, they did commercials before, but that really, they were more like websites and logos kind of, Mm -hmm. and like, um, branding and, um, but they knew how to get like, how to get you an agent or an agency, getting an agency. So I did commercials for, uh, for a while and, um, and I, I kind of didn't think, like some commercials came through and I was super excited about it. I didn't, but I didn't really think that anything else would come. I thought this would take me up till college or whatever. I'd be doing commercials and then I'd probably just go to college. Um, but, um, I did really enjoy it. And then I got a cartoon, um, and I've always loved cartoons. So I got a cartoon and then I was like, Oh, maybe I didn't realize I could even try out for these. And then I did that. And then they demanded I was out in California, and then that led to a audition for the Goldbergs, and that and that's how that whole. But there were there were many auditions before of like TV shows and movies um, before I got the cartoon and stuff that just never came through. It was just um, it just like wasn't working out. Um, so I just was like the Goldbergs audition just caught me at a good time where I was just kind of go- in a goofy mood and. Um, everyone in the room was just down for a goofy time. So they're like, I was in the middle of the scene and they were just like, they were laughing and, um, and then they were saying the next line kind of laughing or they do, they add an extra acting thing in there. So I'd go off of that. And it just was one of the most fun auditions I've ever had. Um, so it just worked out perfectly that that was the time where it hit me for, for that audition. Wow. That's great. And yeah. I mean, here we are, almost the rest like, is history. seven years later. Yeah, the rest so. is <laughs> As they say in show business, uh, you know, uh, a showbiz. So <laughs> we noticed that you you do a lot of voice acting. Obviously, uh, you, you're in Pets too, uh, as Cotton. Everyone with Pat Oswalt. <laughs> with Pat Oswalt, I also saw him at the the premiere as well. Uh, yes, but... we had our. We yeah, we met each other there. Well, yeah, again, we met each other at the premiere and uh, for a second time, I guess. Yeah, second time. Uh, but yeah, so you were great in that, and, you, and you've been doing a lot more uh, voice work. Do you prefer voice over live action, or do you have a preference, or you just um, do you? Yeah, what's what's it like, like doing voice work? Well, I'm still like, I still haven't had the chance, like. It's cool with voiceover, um, even with the Goldbergs going on, we have a hiatus week, three weeks on, one week off. And so it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's not 
easy all the time, but it's pretty easy to get like to do some uh, do like a voiceover project during a hiatus week. Um, and so it gives me a chance to play other parts. And I probably like the whole process like equally uh, um, to like the, both the voiceover acting and the, the live action acting. I think it feels more rewarding doing the live action just because mm -hmm. you're doing like you're trying to sell your whole self as the character instead of just your voice. But right. um, I think they're just both just as fun. Um, yeah, because when you um, do the voiceovers, you don't, you're just on your own, aren't you? You don't have, like, the rest of the cast or anything with you when you do, like, the cartoons and stuff. Yeah, right? no, there's, there's been a couple <laughs> records where it's been a couple of your other actors there, but mostly it's just you and the director. Um, while it's yeah. a lot of fun to, like, bounce off, like, a, like, a Troy or a George, like, they can just get you going in a way you wouldn't expect, um. Um, although the directors are like, they do give you a lot for the voiceover. And they might, and depending on if they have like the animation to go with it and stuff that you could see that, um, right. like the, the yeah. scene set up and stuff, but I don't know. It seems like voice acting is like hard to try and like fit into a character instead of like you becoming a character. I don't know. It just seems like harder to get into, like into like that character mode. Cause you're playing in animation or like, like how do you get into to being a like a baby sheep for like pets too? <laughs> you know, like um, oh god, it's well, I don't know. It seems hard. Like I, I definitely get you know, live action seems more fulfilling for sure. But then it's like yeah, voice acting. Like you know, uh, you're playing a sheep at one moment and like. Clarence uh, is like totally different. Like you could be like recording that back to back or something. Well, I think um, like once you like once you get used to like the working with the directors for voiceover, um, mm -hmm. it's it feels like very similar to try like to getting into character um, to with like a live action. Um, uh, well, I can't. Yeah, okay. I've with my voiceover, I've only ever pretty much just used my regular voice. But like I, I've been trying to picture what it'd be like to like do like a uh, like a random voice. Like that might be hard to like stay in character and jump into a character with like a distorted like Sam Elliott voice. And, or not not that Sam Elliott's voice is distorted, but just like a. I, like, I would like I would like to hear Sean as a <laughs> <Yes>. Sam Elliott. <laughs> Sam uh, Elliott. Yes. It's perhaps, in my wheelhouse. Perhaps, <laughs> perhaps not a sheep. Perhaps maybe they introduce a horse in Secret Life of Pets 3. <laughs> Three. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, well, I'll, I'll pitch that. I'll, I'll pitch get that. it going. Yeah, yeah. Sean, we'll pitch that together. Pets 3. There's a horse. You're going to play like the Sam Elliott. You know, the, 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 you know, the classic voice actors of the eighties played multiple characters in any given show. So, you yeah. know, I'd yeah. That uh, Jim Cummings, he played like a bunch of villains. Didn't he, didn't he play like shredder or something? He, um, he, and he plays Pooh Bear, like Pooh Bear and well, shredder or something it, like that. It, it, yeah. It depends which era. Um, uncle, uh, uncle Phil from Fresh Prince was the shredder when we were kids. Right. Ash? Yep. Yeah. Oh, serious? James Avery. Yeah. If you listen to the original like '80s uh, cartoon, it's it's Uncle Phil. Yeah. Oh my! Oh wow! And that's a that's, that's a, a quite fact. a character change. Like, <laughs> it's respectable, not like really sweet, genuine to like the most evil dude. <laughs> 
man. Wow. Do you have a like a dream like role or like what or like a character you want to play? Like just like what do you like post Goldbergs? What's like the dream dream role you would want? I kind of have two that are like okay. I would love to play like a um kind of not not maybe not necessarily quite like Joe Pesci, but kind of like one of those. Joe Pesci mobster guys that are just kind of like a like, wise guy. Yeah, like a wise guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to play that, and I would. Uh, I also would like to try a cowboy because that, cowboy. That, that's my grandfather's like favorite stuff are cowboys, like movies and television shows. And I think we just get the biggest kick if like I was a cowboy on something. I, I'd have to figure it oh out, but I'd like to play a cowboy. <laughs> We can work both of those characters into Jenkintown, PA. I promise you. You're on. (laughs) (laughs) I'll just have to wear a mustache or something. Yes, exactly. (laughs) It's not handlebar, like a handlebar mustache. You okay? Here's here it is. You know how like (laughs) like talk like Bo Bo Jackman, right? So you're gonna be a cowboy. Like play like you're an actor. Like you, Sean, playing Adam are an actor on Jenkintown PA. You are one of your roles is a cowboy with the handlebar mustache. You have a talking horse voiced by you as well in the Stan Elliott voice. So there you yes. go. I gotta say that's way too much, Sean. I don't think that'd be a good <laughs> <Nope>. project. <laughs> no, it's just enough, Sean, for Jenkintown PA. Oh, but so you talked to Adam about that because honestly, yet it does sound like a fun yes. time. Yeah, he basically, told us, he basically told us he had too many shows on the go, and we're like, okay, don't uh, worry. Yeah, and we're like, Adam, <laughs> we can run it for you. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, just don't worry about it. Just have just have it touched by him. You know the. Oh, you were filming them. No, we were just informing Adam that we were making. We wanted to. Make- <laughs> <laughs> like we we kind of need some rights signed off. Like that's just a signature yeah. that doesn't take any time at all. Like no. No. Yeah, you just have to sign uh, it and we'll be on our way getting it going. Yep. See ya. <laughs> exactly. So, exactly. So so wait, this leads me speaking of life rights and things. So Sean, you play yeah. your boss in the show he wrote about his own childhood. He is the most wonderful guy as far as we're concerned. I'm sure he must be amazing Absolutely. to work with. But what's that like? Do you do you ever like go up to him being like, so is this what it would have been like when you were as a kid? Or is he ever ever come to you and be like, no, you, you need to show just a little bit more love for the Transformers in this scene? Like, how does, how does that... <laughs> how, how do you... How do you... How do you, um, how do you capture playing someone you know, version of themselves with them being a part of the process? Well, um, well, uh, okay. Well, honestly, he doesn't really, he doesn't really cr- like say like critique on like my Adamness or whatever. Like he kind of, um, which I expected when, like when the show started, I thought we were going to have like some conversations about it or something, but, um, like, like there's the, like, uh, Lou Schneider, he played, he's, Part of his job is to be like the eyes and ears of Adam on set, um, like an additional. And he's also a director, great writer, and like he's just like a. I forget what his title is, but he tells me like, don't block the toys. So like, there's that situation where like we're showing a close up of um, like a prototype transformer, and I'm like have my whole hand 
blocking the shot. Um, so then that stuff happens. But like performance wise, now like um, we really haven't talked about like we talk about it. Um, like he honestly just gives me comp- like he gives me compliments and makes me feel like um, self assured that he'll get what he he'll get what he wants from me just by like me doing it and with the writing and he'll just pick the edits like he really we really haven't talked about it Hmm. did you have like do you guys ever have any like one-on-one time where he's like telling you his life story or like showing you his i mean obviously we always see his childhood stuff but like you guys do you have one like not big meeting but like hang out or something um when the show got picked up and like he kind of like I don't know, gave you some insight and stuff? Yeah, like an Adam powwow or something. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, like, we, um, like, when I talk to him, I like, uh, when he comes down to set, or we go to, ran- there's been a couple random par- parties kind of things, like, um, like a, I forget what they're, for like a critics association or something like that. And then rap parties or when I just meet up with them in the office just to watch him do editing or something like that. Um, I hear some of his stories that just kind of come out or he, like yeah, um, through conversation or there's someone that he, or like he brings up someone from his past, but no, he, like we've never really, um, he's never given me like huge, like a huge insight to like, who he was because i don't think he wants like he doesn't want me to think about it too much i guess like that's my guess but um well well it's working for us (laughs) 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 well cool i it it is like i think he does nurture it in a way like that it's kind of hands off when i'm doing it but then he kind of could nurture the role to be to be right through like editing and writing and all that and he just kind of gives me confidence um otherwise that that, that's so cool Uh, okay so speaking of people from his past one of the most hotly discussed issues on this podcast (laughs) what's this (laughs) which one that's true but i would say i would say one of the hottest topics is our ships, aka as the young people call them, as the young people refer to relationships. Oh, and we recently got to speak with the downright incredible Jackie Geary, like real life Jackie Geary. Yeah, um, downright who, incredible. Who was, absolutely. She, she's she's just amazing, uh, and she got me to start watching the Gilmore Girls, so that, which is pretty cool. Uh, the Influential, so <laughs> the influential and downright amazing Jackie Geary. So, so uh, you already and, and I was just and 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 I, and I was just rewatching with the kids. You know, this show is also like the show I watch with my family. Like, I don't know what your show was as a kid, like the first one you watched as a family, but the Goldbergs is our show, and we just rewatched the Weird Al episode, which is when oh. Dana and Adam break up. Yeah, that's a sad so, moment. <laughs> So, so we've got Dana and Adam. We've got Adam and Jackie. Is there? Am I missing anybody else? Like, a, a no. Great no, like, no, th- those two. Waffle Girl. Waffle Girl made a comeback. Um, oh, like, Waffle um, Girl. Yeah, but, but no, that that's still Adam. Like that's that never happened for Adam. I guess. Well, she was kind of <laughs> to him anyways. 
she she wasn't exactly what we were expecting from Waffle Girl, so she can go. And, and then there was the girl, and then there was the girl that Adam put on the magic show for, and yes. also one of my yeah. favorite episodes. But but the two the two ships, Adam and Dana, and Adam and Jackie. We know full well that Adam in real life did not marry either of them. But if you were to root for one of those relationships, which which relationship is? And and Lons jump in as our shipologist. If you yes, have specific caveat caveats or well, or permutations, well, did you guys did you guys um did you guys make that that quiz online like whose relationship you'd get or whatever? That was us. Did right? you see that? That was us. That was us. That was us. Yeah. That was us. Oh, yeah, I took that. I took that quiz. <laughs> and yes. I, got, I got. And honestly, how I was answering it, I was like, oh man, I like. I didn't like it. Kind of makes sense. I was like, "Oh, I'm probably gonna get Adam and Jackie," like, um, because it just was the, the nerd love thing or whatever. And so that's what I thought I was gonna get. And then Adam and Dana popped up, so I got Adam and Dana. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. yeah, I know. Isn't that it's crazy? I wasn't oh, expecting that from my questions. So but is that does that mean that you are Team Dana? Well, I, honestly, I'm like. I gotta think, like, um, because, um, there's just been some, like, there's no wrong answer, first of all. There's and no you're wrong answer. Well, right. Oh, and in what? In what? I mean, like, I'll just say, like, for me, uh, um, as awesome as Dana is, as your for as as the character's first love. I mean, she. I just rewatched the Weird Al episode, and her lack of enthusiasm for Weird Al at that concert was, was <laughs> you really. Drew the line. <laughs> yeah, I would have been just like my wife. Actually, feels that way now when we go to see Weird Al Yankovic concert, and I'm like, get a picture with me in the background, and so. <laughs> 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 so so for me it's Jackie all the way. It's, yeah, I think yeah, it's just hard cuz like um like um yeah, I, I think probably Jackie seems like more right for Adam definitely and I like mm. cuz they've been they even like theater together and um yeah, it's, and I think it's nice like with um, Alexis's way of playing Jackie, it kind of like propels Adam like to mature more too. Like I, something about that um, relationship, like it's kind of like even because it's the one the one character played by two actresses or actor uh, female actors. Um, I can't remember yeah. how. Um, they kind of both have their different styles, so it's. I guess there's also that might be why Jackie. It's a more interesting relationship too, because you can see like it transform even further because of uh, the the new Jackie. Right. So, do you have you like uh, obviously the the person you're acting against is different. So, do you have you like play? Do you think you play your character differently with um, Jackie 2.0? Alex. Yeah. Well, yeah, Alexis um, versus Rowan. It definitely. Um, there's like they because they both. Um, but I think like what's cool is like how it was. Um, how like worked in how she's kind of like came back from NYU and became this like this tough um, 
like t t like more tough or something. I, I don't know what the actual term is for, but she's kind of like this more cool cat or something. Um, mm -hmm. And I think it just plays cool with um. Yes, so then her um the lines coming in that way kind of altered Adam's response to it. Um, and you definitely get like some of the you can identify that it is that some Jackie moments. Um, but there's also this new um twist on it too because it's like uh different so yeah it does change how adam is like portrayed too mm, interesting yeah i guess that would be right uh yeah definitely i think we are we are i think uh dana was good as like a first love but yeah i i think of the adam and jackie are definitely better suited for each other and honestly I, i'm pretty scared about next season with with jackie going off to college uh, yeah, but I like Adam. Adam has a, had experience with um, long distance relationships, so I'm thinking like, hey, my, I think it's gonna, I think it's gonna work out. But yeah, okay. I still haven't read anything yet. Um, but I, I forget where she's going. Like, um, she going to Northwestern? Or? Oh, did she go to Northwestern? Yeah, or? I forget. I forget where real like real Jackie went. Um. I guess but yeah, I think there's got it. Like, up. yeah, I'm, I'm gonna look that up too. <laughs> real Jackie, didn't she go to? Didn't re, didn't Real Jackie go to Columbia or, or Barnard? You're the oh. Jackieologist, shy. Yeah, I am the Jack. I am the Jackieologist. I I think and, and the I, and now like and the Barnacle ladies. Uh, <laughs> Jack, Jackie Jackie, I believe went to Barnard. Um, Barnard. Uh, so New York. Oh, uh, New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and Adam went to New York or to yeah. NYU, so I could be visiting colleges or something. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, yeah that yeah. works. Yeah. yeah, so it's definitely in the same atmosphere. So I, th I think good things. So good. me too. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> so an another thing, another ship we talk about is Jerica and and Blaney, which we 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 now Blaney. in the goal. In the gold verses, we call it. We we know the fate of. We know kind of. We we ba we basically know the fate of of each of those, more more or less because of schooled, which is great. I don't. Because I, what? Oh, you don't. What do you mean? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what fate Are you in denial? About. Oh, you just you won't believe it until you won't believe it until Laney and Barry walks down the aisle. Is that what you're saying? You can't get too emotionally. No, it's Blaney ride or die. Endgame hashtag OTP. I refuse any other outcome. No, I, I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't gonna make Sean. I wasn't gonna make Sean pick Jerrica or Blaney unless he wanted to. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Which ones? Are, well, I'm, I guess on the Goldbergs, it would be Jerrica because because Blaney, we don't know. Like, even though we do know on school, like I guess for Goldbergs, it would be Jerrica. But but it we like the answer may have been different in the past. I'm not sure because. Mm -hmm. But yeah, but mm -hmm. wait, so no, that's Blaney, a that's a very methodical answer. That's that is yeah, a very that, that is, is a fact true. based that's that respects the timelines. Long you know, this is, it's all about this, the timeline. <laughs> it's like a time travel yeah. thing. It's a paradox. Wait, so is CB like CB and Laney? Oh, is it C Blaney? Are you? I, I, you know nothing? what? Oh. I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure no one was committed to that ship in the in no. the fandom that we know of. So I don't even think people made up a they, they made up a name for it. Them. Oh, well, 
I think. Do you want to make up a name right now? We can. We would do that. Oh, yeah. I I I kind of I kind of like that. I kind of like a name. But no. Okay, I, what do you want? Um. Do you like that together? Do you like TB and Laney? Well, I thought it was good. I thought it was getting good that when um when uh, Barry uh, appears at the end of that one episode, I was oh, like, hey, um, I can actually see it. I can actually see the 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 relationship there. And then boom, Barry comes in. So it re- it really worked for me. The writing like making an on edge for the oh, end of the season. Wow. Yeah. Oh. There you, there you go. Yeah, but but do you think do you think Blaney like L- Lonza's gonna pass out right now? I just I just want you to know we're gonna have to get a we're gonna have to get a like I, like a me, a, a meta that I've fallen and I can't get up button that the old people use like yeah. Yeah. the life alert. Yeah. Uh oh. I'm ride or die all the way for Blaney. So, but like, if you want a shipping name for CB and Laney, like. I mean, even the Titanic had a name, and that sounds so. Yeah. <laughs> even the yeah, I can't make you do that. I can't. Like, you're Blaney, right? Okay. Yeah, and Blaney, there's some of like the scenes that like actually like I do cry with like movies oh, and television God. stuff, and our show definitely can get that going. But like some of those like Blaney scenes with the the at the steak cheesesteak place or whatever the. There's a couple moments where, like, I was like, wow, they just did it so beautifully in that. And then on the plane, yeah. the plane got me, too. Oh, God, yeah. Like, uh, like mm-hmm. Troy and AJ, like, they just, they really oh. do it. Like, it is special watching. So, um, yeah, they, they play Tro- off each other really well. Um, they seem like Troy really goes, friends and, like, yeah. Troy goes from crazy goofball to making me into, like, an emotional, like, marshmallow. Puddle. Yeah, yeah. That, like, he, and I'm not sure. Like, have you had a chance to? I'm pretty sure you guys met him before. Like, didn't you meet him that time? Didn't you when you kind of just came to the table read? Or I met him at right the up. table read briefly. Yeah. Um, well, very briefly, but yeah. Yeah, because he like he's just one of those like genuine people, and so it comes through on his like acting. Like, it's weird how he can go from like. Like you hear that phrase like zero to sixty or whatever, he goes like one twenty to zero. Like it's it's cool. Like <laughs> um Yeah. Uh what what about um what so I mean let's talk about the characters again, like Sean uh, Sean, Adam and Jeff. So I'm a big Jeff Schwartz fan. because I, I, I'm a big Jerrica fan, but I loved <laughs> I loved when they brought Jeff into the show full time. But but we don't. I feel like I, I feel like there's a more exploration of Jeff and Adam on adventures together that I would like to see. Oh, I like, I would enjoy ups. that. Well, the time we did that um, at the start of the season, um, with with the the wedding video episode, um, yeah, yes. we're like we we, yes. had, we had some time together. That was a lot of fun and. Um, and like we, yeah, that's what we're like. We're coming that left us wanting like, more. Guys, yeah, yeah, wanting more, and like, and, and Adam just like making that video so dramatic. <laughs> 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 He's like, no, bro. I, I think you should just shoot the 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 wedding, and like Adam's like, I don't know, man. I think this needs to be Spielberg. Yeah, uh, it's like really funny, and uh, I think we like definitely left the fans wanting a lot more, like. Jadam, if if we're gonna call it that, I, I, I think, uh, Jadam. Well, honestly, Jadam. Um, J- uh, 
<laughs> sounds like a motorcycle or something. Oh, yeah. Um, but no, uh, I want to be in a scene with when he's going like Jeff Schwartz, um, spaz out mode or like freak out mode <laughs> when like that one episode where he was like throwing the light because they're um the guy from Lemonheads was there or whatever. <laughs> yeah, like I want to yeah. see that. I want to be in a scene because I have yet to see him like I've yet to been on set when he was just like freaking out um, and just hilarious there's one of the episodes he said yeah like because I said oh you went crazy in that one episode and he goes they cut the most cr- the craziest part like that was actually toned down so I just want to be there when he's given the full spectrum of levels like because like, cause I think we only saw it was 8 like he was going to 10 like man oh, like, it just has oh, to be God. fun Cause I, uh, yeah, cause there could be some storylines there. Like I, I just, I'm just hoping I get to watch that in person. I mean, I could see, you know, Jeff with his responsibility helping finance one of Adam's film projects. Totally. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, yeah that's could, very believable. Not everyone going to college, so Adam and Jeff might like bond over like Erica and and Jackie and everyone like going off college. That could be some. Like, I could see a road trip, a, a Jadam road trip. Yeah. Um, up to visit. <laughs> to visit Erica and Barry and like you guys are just it's just you guys never actually make it to the college oh (laughs) that's cool (laughs) that's a really fun one yes (laughs) like you guys get like like very planes trains and automobiles and it's just you two and it's like oh man that would be oh my gosh I think you just said something really cool and I like that (laughs) that very fun Let's pitch well, it, you and me, Sean. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> well, um, that one, because I feel like Goldberg's in Cars is always like, that's always a fun combination. Uh, of, like the, the oh, first yeah. episode was there. Bottle, it's a bottle of energy. You know, it's like about, it's yeah. like a shake, a shake of soda. And you can like just see it about to burst. Like that's what the car scenes in your guys' show the, is all about. Which is, which- <laughs> Which is the one? Which is the one? And I don't remember it now. But Murray, when he decide with the with the seat, the pina colada episode where he tries to get yes. yeah. the, the car yeah. scene in that episode is masterful. The car scene that heavy. Um, David Keckner in the car with them like that just like he added so like I I heard him at the end. If you watch him as he leaves the car, he like tackles the construction worker. Um, <laughs> in the back of the frame and he just did that I think he said Is it, I'm pretty sure he just asked the guy or something um, yeah I just love that that whole episode just a lot of fun and it was originally a different song but then they couldn't get it and and I thought the show like I was like oh how's it gonna work that song was perfect but then Pina Colada I was like dang that worked great that, I love that yeah do you remember what song it was supposed to be I love it yeah I think I think it was um Oh, the do do miles? No, 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 no. That's what it sounded like. Wait, 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 wait. If you do it again, I'll get it. Wait, don't don't worry. Be happy. Yes, yes, that's it. Wow! From, yeah. Oh. Great. From, I'm glad you got that. From from cocktail. Oh. Right? Wasn't it in cocktail, guys? I mean, oh, yes, it was. I watched. I watched. Um, I watched like a compilation of that because we were doing some cocktail in an episode. 
um, with Uncle Marvin, I think. Um, oh, yes. <laughs> and yes. so I was watching a compilation, and that song came up. I think it is a cocktail. But, um, yeah. So I, so I, it was that song, and I was like, how could it work? But then Pina Colada, it just was so funny because the end was so great having them singing at the table. That was, that's a beautiful scene. So do you watch, do you have, do you watch all the shows? Like you just mentioned uncle Marvin. I think possibly one of the greatest uncle Marvin episodes ever was the diehard episode. That was this year. <laughs> diehard was this year. So, yeah. so do you like do the research and go back and watch diehard or, or, or Highlander or any of those movies, Greece when, when it's coming up for the show? Well, most of them I've I've seen, but like like Die Hard, oh, I had watched that multiple times. So like that was just a fun one to jump into. But the one I feel bad, Highlander, I've yet to see it. Clancy Brown is so amazing, and like and I just like so I gotta see that one. Like and it sounds awesome. I heard it's really cool, but that's one I just haven't seen yet. Um, but like Die Hard, yeah, when we were doing that, I I kind of knew all the stuff. Um, and and then how they had the cops, Uncle Marvin. Oh, on the oh. <laughs> yeah. oh my God! Yes, yes. Uncle Marvin. Dan Fogler, how how is he on set? Like, how is he like? Is he just like falls to the wall when he's like? Yes, in when, character and stuff. Oh my God! When the scene st- like when imagine. the scene starts, he like he's just kind of like when we're sitting in the chairs and stuff. Like he's just really smart. Um, like I forget where he went to college, but um. It was like a he did it for acting, majored in acting, so he knows it. Like he just knows a lot of stuff, and he's not like he's not trying to teach you or anything, but he's just like willing to give you advice or like he starts saying some some stories or uh, he knows his music. He's just oh, a really he's nice Boston, Boston U, Boston U, yeah, BU, huh? Yeah. Well, BU. So his BU education is clear. I'm saying like he's just like a yeah. really smart dude and. Um, and like, uh, but then when the scene starts, he's just like, he has all of his energy there. Um, and he just takes each line and he gives it 10 different ways, like in vastly different directions. And, um, and I, it's crazy, like how he uses his body when he's acting. Um, like there was some stuff that he was doing for the bachelor party episode that, that we just couldn't show because it was just, some of it was vulgar. Some oh of it just was God. like, but he just was like going full out and, um, the finished product is always hilarious with him because um he just leaves it all that like he just he does it all like he'll and he can sing um i think it was the first time he came he did like like that opera like the ho he ho he ho he ho thing or whatever he did <laughs> and that was like and so he he just um yeah he brings his energy each time and um but that, like, I I was looking at all the episodes. We get some like really awesome, cool, like, reoccurring um, characters and guest stars and everything. They like, they just bring so much. Like, like how Brian Callen started out. Like, man, and now, like, him on school is hilarious. I, I I've mentioned a couple times. I feel like the side characters on the Goldbergs are Simpsons level awesome. Meaning there is a there yeah. is a universe and a like one second pop up of a single character that could could show up in a scene, but it's a cue to, to do it for so much funny because people love those side characters so hard. Yeah, I, I love I, I love that connection. Like with the um one of the pe- like the JTP, those actors are the funniest people. Um, and like I, I would watch I'd watch like. Two two different series of them, like just 
Like, I could watch them if there's a show called the JTP. I'd watch that religiously because, like, those guys, like, um, like uh, Naked Rob, like, you know what? Like, he can do some crazy funny stuff. And Shane and Matt, like, like those guys, like, I don't know how they create them. Like, well, I guess I know how they create them. Adam, like, Adam's real-life people. But the people he got making them and then his interpretation... Nice. My assumption is that, and, you know, don't correct me if I'm wrong, is that those guys are hanging out right now yelling JTP at each other, like, destroying fruit at a Wawa. Well, when they come in, it's, it's, it's hilarious because you can, it almost feels like no time has passed. Like, they're just all, like, really close buds when they come in. Like, they're – like, when Barry shows up and then you see – um. Jeff Schwartz pops in, and then, and oh man, and they they like they get a kick out of meeting the actor ones, and um, yeah, the JTP are cool. Like their introduction, like my storyline for their introduction was like thinking that they were like the coolest group, and it's real. Like I I I would say that for like me with the actors, like that's just a really sweet group. Mm-hmm. Ladies man, oh. ladies man, uh, Andy Cogan. <laughs> yeah, madman, 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 Their leader, big tasty. Oh. <laughs> so, so I don't know. I don't. Um, I, I feel like that that touches on something that's so great, which is, and Lons, you've talked a lot about this. How like the view of this older sibling, like the view from the point of view of the younger sibling to the older sibling, is one of the things that is so. Awesome. I'm I'm an oldest in my family. I don't know where you fit in in the order in I'm your the family. Oh, okay. Um, but but I know for Same my sister, younger sibling. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, 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 and I know. <laughs> no, 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 I was just say I know for my younger sisters that like they'll tell me like 20 years later they're like I thought so and so was so cool. Like, they were your friend, and they came over, and I thought they were so cool. And it's usually dot, dot, dot. And now I look back, and I realize they were a loser. But um, <laughs> but that, really? that love for Barry and that, and that view oh, yeah. of Barry, of the younger brother towards Barry, is so heartfelt. It's so wonderful. Because he, he takes yeah, so it. I'll I... yeah. oh, go ahead, Lance. Yeah, I was, I, I was setting it up for you. Go for it. Yeah, so I've said before, and I think this is coming from from being the younger sibling. I only have an older sister, um, so it's just us two. But to me, I think in the the through line of the Goldbergs is a love letter to Barry. Um, I think Adam like worships his older brother, and just like the way. Barry's presented and it's like yeah he makes fun of his running or or stuff like that but like it's all through like a rose colored glass like filter and I mean it's like he can do no wrong in his eyes so it's like yeah anything Barry does is cool and like the way Adam hypes up Barry's like athletic skills and is and is just always so encouraging of Barry and like always there for him and just like I don't know, in a larger context, like, real Adam writing about, like, Barry and, like, having a lot of focus on Barry and, like, his storylines, I just, I I truly believe it's, like, a love letter to his big brother. 
and well, the way I... you and uh, Troy play siblings and like you can feel the love between the two and it's like annoying sometimes but then it's like oh they're I, my little brother's always around but I would protect him with my life type of thing and it's like yeah it's really authentic so yeah yeah that's very interesting I because I think because Adam like he shows like all the side like he shows a bunch of sides of Barry because he knows he could be conf- could can be like a confusing character to understand, like, like without like, without these seasons of sh- like of the show, like it might be kind of confusing, like why he's so like such a likable, lovable like person. But he kind of shows it by um, like th- that's very interesting. Because then it's sh- like with Adam, how even though like when Barry pops up just randomly at the door frame, just like a- magically appears with the popsicle in his hand or something like that. Um, it's usually like at a time that Adam, like, like Adam's in need for like a lot of help or like he needs, mm-hmm. like, he needs some help in a situation. And yeah. he always, he, he always gives his brother a go, even though he call he's like, thinks that he always has stupid ideas or something, but he always goes to him still. Like it's, in, yeah, yeah. you know, I, I haven't thought about it that way, but like, I'm going to, that's interesting to think about. I can see that. Well, it, yeah, and like, and I mean, as you being a, a younger brother uh, as well, it's like, even when you, you're like, kind of messing around with your other brother, or like, other people, you you just, I like, for me, it's like, oh, no, like, nah, my sister, like, my sister's lame and stuff, or like, uh, like, she's not that big of a deal to me, like, everyone knows, like, that's not true, even if you say it out loud, you know, because you can, like, right. fire actions, you know, it's like, they're, they're our older siblings, so I, I think it's just innate in us to be, like, so drawn to them, like, even if we fight it, we can't fight it, because that's just how we are, like, built. You know, I, I, that is very cool, and I, like, honestly... I was like, I wasn't expecting to get it like such a big takeaway from this, from, from our, like, from our, um, from our interview or converse, interview <laughs> slash conversation or whatever. But that's like, I look at my brother that way. And like, that's yeah, and really just, interesting. Like, I, I definitely try and fight it. Like, even if I'm mad at my sister, it's like, I'm not, I can't actually be mad at her. Like, I'm not. Like, if I think about it, like, I'm not ever actually mad at her. Like, she's, like, my hero. So, I don't know. That's just how I see the show. The show well. being, like, like, Adam's... I get it. I get that. Yeah. Just some just some uh, food for thought. Yeah, like, everyone's getting... See, another, that's why Lon's, that's why Lon's long brought long the tissues. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, so, so like, like, I feel like I, I, I'm a bit like Beverly Goldberg right now when I say something like this, meaning like we, we on one hand never want you to grow up and always be our snuggle monster and all, like, have, have, have never have, you know, the show go off the air and always have you play Adam. But in the, in the world where, you know, one day we have to have a Bevolution ourselves, um, and is there is there like is there a dream job for life after the Goldbergs and millions and millions of years from now? You know, again, this is not like a, a comment for now or or a are you race. Like, are you uh, hoping to go to like college after this, or do you want to continue acting? Or um, I've been thinking about that. Um, 
quite a bit, but I, I personally would love to just keep acting. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's... Um, like, We'd love that, when, too. When know. the show... <laughs> at, hey, yeah, I can't you. follow you at college. <laughs> that would, I mean, right. and, if she, and, if, and if Lons does, that, then you'd have and to call the police. Yeah, I guess so. you could, but you shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, so I think... Um, I'm definitely gonna like go a hundred. Like I'm gonna give it my all, like for the a- acting and seeing where that takes me. Um, just um, just because it's so like it's so uh, mentally stimulating and kind of just. Um, but it's also just like a lot of fun, and the people you meet are just really cool. So I would love to just keep acting if I could. All right. Do you, it, it, is there like a is there like a universe you'd like to play in? Like you want to be in the the next in the Game of Thrones spinoff, or oh, you know, uh, well, or the, or the Star Wars man of Marvel, the MCU. Yeah. No, well, okay, for me, <laughs> the ones would be that like I've always loved Pokemon too, but that wouldn't be count like that wouldn't be a part of it. Because um, I, well, I don't think be. I take it too. I guess it could be too. Yeah, <laughs> I guess it would be, it would definitely be Star Wars. Um, it would be Austin Powers. Wow, because those have always wow, been that's top. A deep cut. And Mindy Sterling's on the show. Like, come on, that's just so cool. Oh um, yeah, sure reboot that up. Yeah, that that'd be so cool. And then the third oh one would be like something in Batman because I've always read those oh. comics. I've. I've mm. always been like a DC person. Um, I've yep. got into yep. Marvel a little DC bit. DC all the way. DC all the like, way. That's yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, and Rob but like is the new Batman, so there's definitely some uh, a new Batman. He, he might need. I think, he, he, he might need a Robin. He needs a Robin. <laughs> I, I'd be a. I don't know. I, that'd be very cool. As like being a fan of the series, and like being a fan of all the. Comic books being Robin mm. would be unreal, but I, I I don't know. I feel like I'd be a pretty goofy Robin. <laughs> Something. Oh my god! You know what I'm obsessed with? I'm obsessed with Teen Titans Go. Oh, you would be yes. the best. Oh, you like that? <laughs> oh my god! I'm obsessed. I, 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 I'm I'm with you, Lance. I love it. I'm you with you. I love that. You would be the best Robin for Teen Titans Go. Like Teen that. Go. Like uh, that. Oh my god! I'm making that happen. Hey, I, I'm I like that. that. I feel like, and I feel like that the Teen Titans Go is sort of like the Muppet Babies of uh, <laughs> of cars because it's like it's super super funny and it's and it plays it's on a level like so good. It plays on such a great multiple levels. I watch it with my kids a lot, and you know, I I, I always I always think about there's a scene in one of the episodes of the Goldbergs where you're like where Beverly pops in and goes, "Want to watch Muppet Babies?" and you're like, "Oh boy." And you, and <laughs> So, so to me, yeah, that's it. So to me, I feel like to me, I feel like you, you, you instinctively know that humor. That would be amazing. The Teen Titans Go. Yeah, Yeah, that show amazes me. Yeah, they have the live action Titans right now through like Berlanti stuff. But if they did uh, the lighthearted Teen Titans Go and like the like the actual like comic version, like live action, boom, boom, you're in it. Boom. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I think so. But I like, uh, but I, I think Robert Pattinson. Yeah, I think he'll be a great Batman. And um, I'm excited. The guy's talented. So 
can. Um, we shall see, but we'll let's get you in the DC universe, man. DCEU. But honestly, I would. I I think Star Wars. Star Wars. We can make it happen. But we like, let us know. yeah. I, I know. I won't. I won't add a ranking, but Star Wars would be. Well, well if there's a Star Wars connection to Jenkintown, PA, that'd be cool. We will make one. <laughs> we'll make one. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Darth Carla. <laughs> um. Oh my. Yeah. <laughs> wait, 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 wait! I got it. What? Um, Carla's stepdad just got out of prison, and he is like Darth Vader. Boom. Darth Vader. <laughs> He's Darth Maul. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> oh, well, I, see, I love that idea. I, I think that's great. Oh, <laughs> I've been, uh, uh, the force is strong, Dave. <laughs> oh man, this has been incredible, Sean. Yeah. Uh, oh, hey. I don't know if you want to go to a. I'm going to a back-to-back concert tonight. I'm going to see Ali and AJ tonight at the Fonda. Oh. I don't know if you heard that they're in town. They're playing yes. tonight at the Fonda. This is their. The, they played at the Fonda for their very first live concert, and uh, the, it's been like 12 years now. So. I'm excited. First time being back. I don't know. Oh, Maybe well, you should hit it up. I went, like, randomly I was in Canada while they were performing in Canada. So we went to their show there, oh, like, sweet. last year. And yeah, it yeah, was yeah. the one of the best concerts. Um, like, they, like, similar to, like, very different style, but the similar Bare Naked Ladies, they got everyone going. Like, everyone was just, like, on their feet oh, the yeah. whole time and... Um, I, we Good were planning, thing. like my family and I were planning on going, but I'm not sure what day. I'm not sure if it's today or if there's something's going on tomorrow. We might be going tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, they are. They're playing tomorrow as well. You know what? I'll let you know how it is then. I'm sure it's going to be fantastic. But... Oh, and what do you think of Haley's, Haley's, um... Like music oh, video and her all. Oh my god, yes. so good, Love isn't it, man? Yes. I'm so happy that she was able like to make such like like that like that situation. I feel like she got. She figured it out in her head and just made some beautiful art out of it. Like, I don't know. Like, that was really well done. Making lemonade yeah. out of lemons, I said. Yeah. It oh. came out so well. Uh, yeah, like, all these, you guys are all so talented, man. I, oh. Well, God, that's just a shame. Well, I heard it. I was listening to an interview or something of Adam said Barry wasn't a rapper or something, but they added that because Troy was so good at it. Like Jeez. Troy should release some rapping or something, uh, or he well should. he has, but like yeah. even more. I because I, Big Tasty rapping is quality. That's what I'm also pitching is a Ricky Gold Big Tasty with Ali and AJ. So it's very meta. Tour. <laughs> well, um, tour. They're they're all headlining together. It's like oh yeah. Tri- oh like headlining tour. Well, like they do sets, but it's like Billy Joel and Elton John. So they come out yes. and maybe they like like a, uh, Allie, a, sorry AJ and Haley will do like Walking on Sunshine. So you get some of those like great Goldberg's hits. Then oh, you yeah. get you you, you guys Fancy could all come out to you, you guys could all come out to do shake <laughs> shake your shake your rum. Which by the way, because of that 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 scene, my kids love the Beastie Boys because of you guys. So awesome. I'm- I memorized that song because it was just stuck in my head because of that that episode and like I I'm like, like I have it memorized for life. It's so good. I just oh yes, chewer. I'm gonna make that happen too. You can like 
you can be the MC. You'll be the MC of this like Coco headlining tour with Big Tasty Ricky Gold and Ellie and AJ. Boom. Like MC'd by Lil Yum Yum. Nailed it. Look at this. <laughs> I'm booking you guys. But um, Shy, your your kids literally got like they got started on Beastie Boys because of the show. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, no, they they love. I mean, that whole scene, and then we'd listen to it in the car, and they'd talk about. I mean, they talk about you guys a lot. Like you guys are their first. Whatever you know, whatever some show was in another generation, like you guys are that to my kids. That's like that's, the Boy Meets World, you know, like yeah, like World. Boy Meets World for for yeah. lawns or or I don't know what. My at, two, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh my yeah, Full House. The, oh, Full House. Yeah, oh, that's like they, the '80s generation. Of yeah, Ash and I are a little older than Lons, so. <laughs> so. Full House. Yeah, my, mine was mine was the middle and modern family. Like the like our oh, family middle. jumped into middle. those. <laughs> they start. Yeah, those shows are like. So getting to meet Atticus came to like Atticus and um, Atticus Schaefer and uh, Patricia Heaton came to our set one day, <laughs> and that felt it was because that was just bizarre. Like, ABC was like what we watched. That was our lineup, and then when they showed up on our set, I was, I was like, I'm on the ABC lineup, and they're there. And it, oh my it, god, that's it, sick! It doesn't know. Like I feel like that that was kind of uncanny that. Um, that we started like just soon enough that like they were like on their, they had like three seasons left, so we got to meet them like while during their run, like that was cool. But um, mm-hmm. that's but, amazing. But, but, yeah, uh, huge middle fans over here too. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I'm working my way. I'm working my way through the show because of Ash and Lons of the middle, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm I'm savoring. It's perfect that show. It's yeah. just perfect. Yeah, their whole set design's funny and great. And well, I'm curious though, with like with your kids, like what are have they gotten into all the '80s movies and stuff? So I watch, I watch. I'm I'm often mocked by my sisters and friends because I will kind of push the envelope of what they will watch. And uh, they, so let's see, um, Princess Bride, big one in our house. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, the. <laughs> The Star Wars movies are pretty good. We've watched Goonies a couple of times, although Goonies, you know, like even I'll, I'll say like Goonies has like a, a, a strong amount of murder and kidnapping in it. So it, it was it was a little bit rough for them at times. Um, the uh, the big one, probably the 80s movie they have watched the most, though, is Spaceballs. They wow, think wow. it. They have told me repeatedly. They're like, we like Spaceballs more than Star Wars. They think it has the funniest thing <laughs> in the world. But oh. also, but also, I've had these great. I've had these like great moments because we. I started on them very young. My kids are six, uh, um, six and uh, and eight, and um, and they've been watching Spaceballs for a few years. And we, we were watching it the other day. You know, when they're very young, the. The, the bad language and stuff and space balls, the innuendo goes over their heads. The other day we were watching it and the kids jumped up at, in that scene early at the beginning where he goes, I'm surrounded by assholes. And my kids <laughs> are jumping up and down saying, they're jumping up and down saying, I'm surrounded by assholes. And they just knew it was a funny scene. They knew they they knew it was a funny scene, but they didn't know why it was a funny scene. They just 
So they were came over to me. I was like, whoa, guys, like, I, you know what the deal is? You can watch movies with grown up words as long as you don't repeat them. And they're like, <laughs> and they looked at me like they weren't joking. They were like, what do you mean grown up words? That's the guy's last name. Asshole. What's is there supposed to be funny? So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, they knew that it was funny because it was a cause fun, of, like because of delivery. But they didn't know like what it meant. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's pretty cute too. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh my well, that, god, that's funny. That movie's gonna. Then I can't wait for like the next couple of years. Like every time they see it, they're just gonna find it even more hilarious. Then, because oh, like, oh yeah, man. But better than Star Wars. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I think partially because Star Wars they really like, but they, you know, Spaceballs is hilarious, and so for them it has yeah. the the same the same sort of spirit but it is it is super i mean it is that movie holds up too so it's, it's, it's really great wasn't it made by like what didn't like george lucas or something help like his production his special effects team or no i i wouldn't be surprised because he seems to have been back in the day very much in on all of the parodies that people did um but i don't know the answer to that i mean no 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 Mel Brooks, oh man, yeah. So, so that's a big one with in our house. The eight, the eighty stuff. But I, I, I try, oh, breaking, oh breaking. Sorry, breaking. My kids have watched breaking one and two, probably thirty times each of them. What? I haven't even seen breaking yet. But they saw wait, Electric Boogaloo is number two, right? Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's the second. Oh they, my they gosh, were, uh, Blaney's favorite movie, FYI. Yep. Oh. Fun fact for a Blaney fan out there. Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave now. But you, don't worry, you can you can watch you can knock off both break-in movies. They're like 80 minutes long a piece, and so and they were made within the same year of each other. So you can. Oh wow! Same actors. Oh yeah, the same same three actors. Uh, I think a lot of other like I think a lot of other characters were were replaced by the second film. Like in the first film, you know, the guy who played shooter McGavin in, uh, yeah. In, in yeah, happy well, Gilmore. Like he's in that, uh, um, funniest actor. Like that, that actor's really funny. Yeah. Yeah. And then in the, in the second one, they, they kind of got rid they, they, they refreshed all of the side characters, but kept the main three. But it, those are, those are big ones in our house. So I'm the, curious the, about, Oh yeah. Yeah. What, when the breaking episode happened, they were they were just thrilled. They thought it was amazing to see you guys dressed up like that and and saving miracles and all that. <laughs> that's crazy. I wasn't expecting that one to come up in the in the list. That's breaking. Well, I'm gonna have to watch it now. I, but I was curious, what about Karate Kid and Stand By Me? They've seen Karate Ooh. Kid. They've seen Karate Stand Kid. We watched all three of the Karate Kid movies. Stand by me, my kids are like, even though it's not quote unquote scary, like I know them. Things that are seemingly real scare them much more than things that are like absolutely fantastical. And so I think Stand by Me, the intensity of that movie would be too much for them at their current age. I understand that. Yeah, that makes sense. But it's a masterpiece. I mean, whoa. Oh, it is. Yeah, that really fun. Like that's a really great movie. But, but um, they do have they do have these moments where like I make them watch something, and then we'll watch an episode of the Goldbergs, and they'll be like, 
Oh, thank. I'm like, I look at them. And I'm like, aren't you glad your dad made you watch this thing? Because now you get this joke on the Goldbergs, and they're like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, adorable. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. And and of course, Weird Al is like, you know, Weird Al has basically taught them the the entire history of rock and roll. <laughs> they, yeah, well, do they have a favorite song of his? Uh, do you know. Ooh. So, so the, the, the two, two, the few big ones in our house right now are, and we just watched the real episode and, and King of Suede has, is a recent favorite. And you should have seen my daughter's face light up when King of Suede came on. And she was like, Oh my goodness. Cause I think for her, God bless her. That would be a romantic gesture. Someone coming and playing King of Suede for her. King of Suede. Yeah. So, so King of Suede is really big. Um, the Rye or the Kaiser, the theme from Rocky, whatever that, that one. Uh, two or three or whatever. Yeah. It's it's got like some funny number. It's like thirteen or something like that. Or um, so there there that that's a big one. The saga begins because it has both Star Wars and uh, uh, you know uh, it, it, lasagna is big. Um, Yoda is big, and then they really like uh, perform this way which is a parody of the Lady Gaga song, Born This Way. They think Perform This Way is like the funniest thing. So. Oh, wow. I, which I haven't seen that one. That is, yeah. So they, 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 they go all the way back to the early 80s and all the way through to the current ones. And then, yeah. So. <laughs> They're true fans. They are, That's... yeah. We're going to go see them again this summer. Oh, awesome. And, and his story was crazy. When he came to our show, he got like, he got sick the night before, like pretty bad, and then he showed up and he just like he he like he had to stay in his trailer like early or something because he had like food poisoning or something really like and and then he just was like nice anyway like I, he was just what you'd like want from someone like as a, like a legend like him and, and he didn't it, we, they were gonna put like some like day facelift stuff on him, but he looked so young that they didn't even like do anything to him besides give him the mustache. Oh yeah. He just, yeah. He just was a cool guy. That was that guy is amazing. Yeah. What a good actor too. Like, um, have you seen UHF? I know you're wearing the T-shirt. In the no, that's another one. No, I haven't. <laughs> uh, which that is that is. Uh, you gotta get going on these men. Sean, yeah, Sean, Sean, for that. Sean, that's a serious one. I mean, I, I break in, we can handle. UHF is hilarious. It's <laughs> yeah. I shouldn't have admitted that. That's probably. A, <laughs> I've lost yeah, all respect Sean. from you. <laughs> no, no, no. We love you. Are you kidding? No, how, how, no. I mean, jeez, guys, how I can't forgive how amazing myself. Is Sean? Uh, he's like the coolest kid ever. You're so cool, man. Well, thank you. That's thank you. Um, but but no, I'm not. I'm not the coolest because I haven't seen you each. So, but um, yeah, I really we'll got to see that movie. Uh, yeah, why don't you just you see it and rectify the situation, and then we can all move on safely. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, okay. There was a story I heard that um, uh, Weird Al was going to make a ninth nineteen ninety nine song. Like a sa- like the sales like nineteen ninety nine or whatever, and I, he uh-huh. just didn't make that. And I wish he like that's one that just sounds like it's so so so, so one of the great Weird Al. Now, by the way, I'm also an expert in Weird Alology. Um, is that <laughs> I don't I don't a, I don't try major the, or whatever. Yeah, exactly. I don't know what the I don't know what the um, what the actual parodies were, but 
Prince was one of the artists who always refused him and never, never agreed to let Weird Al do a parody. So he never did. And they'll, it'll never happen now that uh, Prince has passed away. Oh, which, oh man, that's a that's a huge bummer. Like Purple Rain, um, and then 1999. That's one I I swear I've heard he was gonna make. Come on, that's like, amazing. And I feel like it's such a like it's an honor to get a Weird Al song. I I, I, I guess it is. It's their own. It's like totally. they, everyone has their own right to. But man, I, that would like Prince has such great songs to make parodies from. Oh yeah, you know I, I I tell this story a lot, but I feel like I really have to tell this to you. My when I was ten years old, my mother actually um, pushed her way backstage at a Weird Al concert in Montreal, and went and found him and made him wait for me at his tour bus. She like came back to get me after running backstage and introduced me to Weird Al. So she actually what? did essentially what Beverly <laughs> did in that episode. I can't believe. So, okay, now it's starting to add up, though. Like, so you had a Beverly, like, your mom's quite the Beverly? My mom's like the Jewish-Cuban Beverly. So she's like her, but not Not, <laughs> not exactly. exactly, but wow, because that's, she actually did that. What was he like when you met him? Like, I mean, he is truly the, he. you know what? The same way meeting you is how nice and awesome you are, how we feel now is how he was like when I met him when I was 10. He shook my hand. He was really kind. It was awesome. Yeah, that's uh, that's how he was on set. Like he just he knew all his line. Like man, and he was just nice. That's well, that's cool to hear. <laughs> I can't believe your mom. <laughs> to any like any like musician, I couldn't imagine <laughs> doing that, especially Weird Al. But <laughs> your mom's pretty cool. That's a that's a. Yeah, I mean, we recently had. Uh, she'll kill me, but we we make my sisters and I. I give her. My mom is amazing. We're super super close. But we recently were we were planning like an anniversary thing for my parents, and and she says something to the effect of, "I'm like, mom, stop trying to micromanage this. We're trying to surprise you." And she goes, "I'm not micromanaging. I'm just trying to be involved." <laughs> <laughs> oh my. And then I and, and then and then and then I tweeted it and tagged her and, <laughs> and <laughs> did, so. did she tweet back? Did it start a Twitter uh, a Twitter battle between you two? Well, when she can figure out how to open her Twitter, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <I'm, laughs> that's pretty dang funny though. <laughs> I yeah that uh have you have you seen all like well I'm sure I'm pretty sure i've seen your responses to him but like the beverly and adam on twitter stuff lons lons has a segment yeah oh you have a segment on that yeah segment with um like Bever like beverly tweets and it's like pure gold yeah she's I, uh, yeah like I, I i you can't even make this up like I mean, it, I, you can't like. It's, I'm not like creative. Like this is like the funniest stuff. Like their interactions like give me life. Yeah, I, they're like she's very much like the show. Like on the, um, yeah, she's just a cool, uh, cool lady. I like what she does. I, her, her Twitter stuff is funny. Yeah, I'm a I'm a big fan. Big fan as well. You know. Uh, yeah. But, oh man. Anything else, guys? 
I, I, are you kidding? I just got to talk about Weird Al with Sean. This is like, <laughs> I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know what else I have to achieve right now in life. Like, you I, I don't know, man. I think we, I think we've reached our peak too. Yeah. I don't know where we go from here. Well, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about today too. Like now I know what's like, what to rectify. Like you said, like I gotta watch UHF. I mean, gotta watch it. <laughs> My goal. Yeah, so I I know what I gotta do today, but yeah, um, yeah. I mean, Sean, this literally has been the most fun. You are such a pleasure. We are so thankful and blessed to have you on the podcast and spending time with us on your cloudy LA day. I'm assuming because it's cloudy here, but uh, yeah, pretty cloudy. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, and um, I mean, en- enjoy the rest of your summer. We can't wait for you guys to get back on set. Uh, and I hope you enjoy Ali and AJ tomorrow. I'm gonna enjoy them tonight. Yeah, but, I have. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna have fun. Thank you again, Sean. Really. Oh well, then like, I, it's it's been a lot of fun talking to you guys. We, like, um, I, I mean, I I hope we get to see you guys on set this this season and all. And um, yeah, yeah, this has just been fun. We love that. I, I, absolutely, um, and and I would say I would say also, you know. We're we're not just you know we're we're fans of the golden verse and the gold nerds, but count us as on your team forever. You know, <laughs> oh, yeah, whatever. Oh yeah, Team Sean, man. Like yeah. I'm already, I'm already drafting a letter for for Star Wars and DC and <laughs> gonna let them know. Yeah, you got some uh, work to and, do. And, <laughs> yeah, I have a lot of work to do. I have to write your character in for Jenkintown, PA. I'm so glad you're in. Because like Sam Elliott, such a big get for us. Yeah, Sam Elliott. <laughs> um, but yeah, like yeah, I hopefully we'll see each other. Or I mean, I hope to go on set this year and um, see you again. But like, you are more than welcome to come back on the podcast anytime. Uh, this was a blast. So if you want to just come and hang out and chill and and talk weird out, we're here and uh, well, sweet. We'd love to have you. So thank you. Well, well thank, thank you so much, guys. I I, I really appreciate this, and uh, have a great rest of your day. And I'm sure we'll talk again sometime soon. All right, perfect. You thanks, Sean. <laughs> Best okay, of luck. <laughs> Take care, Sean. Bye. You're amazing. Bye. Oh. Hey there, gold nerds. Shy here. Ash, Lons, and I were so excited during this episode because Sean was so amazing that we forgot to give you all of the information on how you can follow us. So, first of all, you can follow all of the Gold Nerds awesomeness at thegoldnerds.com, at thegoldnerds on Instagram, or just plain old Gold Nerds on Twitter. You can follow Ash's amazing work at Wendy Fansite on Twitter and on Instagram, Wendy MC underscore fan site or Wendy MC fan site.com for all the amazing stuff she does about Wendy. You can follow at Lons at PK Prime 12 on Twitter and Instagram. And you can follow me at Pancake and the number four table. That's Pancake and the number four table on Twitter and Instagram. Thanks as always for listening. JTP out.